Hello, and welcome back to Podcast in a Pear Tree. I'm Aaron Lee. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danielle. And this week, we're going to be reviewing, what's the name of this movie? Christmas <laughs> in Notting Hill. Before we get started, we want to introduce a returning guest reviewer. Samantha's husband, Tom, is with us. Hi, Tom. How you doing? Hi there. Thank you for having me back. So pleased to be back for Christmas 2023. I know we're excited to have you. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here as the uh, token UK person. Yes, I know we're going to get a lot of good information. You're going to be able to answer a lot of questions for us, Tom, and I'm very excited about that. I'm going to do my best. I'm, I'm, I'm thank here. you. I'm expecting good commentary there, Tom. <laughs> I'm representing. Here we go. Before we dive into this week's movie, what have you guys been watching? Tell me about it. A couple of things. One, I took your advice and watched Holiday Hotline. What'd you think? And I thought it was so funny. It was so good. I really enjoyed it. It was completely different than what I thought it was going to be. Because I remember on one of our episodes, Kim and I were like, what kind of hotline is this? We were a little worried that it was... You thought it was a dirty hotline. We thought it was a naughty hotline, but... You thought it was a 1-900 hotline, not a (laughs) 1-800 hotline. We were worried. It turned out it was a really good watch. I think I watched it a couple of times and I recommend it to anyone. It's pretty good. It's funny. I think it's in the running to be the number one of the season for me. For sure. It had some in sync in it randomly. It had so much just fun in it. Yeah, it was great. So I watched that and then we both actually watched Haul Out the Holly Lit Up. Oh, I saw that. A major sequel to last year's smash hit, Haul Out the Holly. Haul Out the Holly Lit Up. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, Lit Up. Or Haul Out the Holly too. I'm just going to call it. All right. Was it better, worse? What did you guys think? Oh, we were kind of disappointed it was kind of me a too yeah we had some high hopes for it but it didn't really live up to last year's at all not at all the best part of it i thought i thought they had a little dig on candace cameron beret in there because okay. candace cameron beret's movie this year was called my christmas hero and at the end of Hall at the holly lit up west brown turns to Lacey chabert and says you're my christmas hero and oh. I thought that was a little dig. Interesting. I didn't pick up on that at all, but I can totally see that being one. Did you notice that, Danielle? Did you see it? I did see the movie. I did not notice that. It could be because I did watch My Christmas Hero with Candace Cameron Bure. And I will say this, it is a huge step up from last year's movie, A Christmas Present. Well, that one was a stinker. So it wasn't hard to be a step up from that. But what I felt about this one is, first of all, she was, I'm an only child. She was an only child. And the opening scene was an only child and her parents. And I've played that scene out in my life more than once. So right away, I was like, wait a minute, that was a pretty good scene. They did a decent job there. And so there was a lot of storyline that I connected with personally. So that could be part of the reason that I was sucked into the movie a little bit bit. I will say it's incredibly predictable. At one point I was like, you got to do this. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, you're going to do that at the end. And sure enough, they did it at the end. Um, But it was a cute little story. Yeah, she hasn't come out with a banger since she's gone to GAC, really. She's had some hits, but you're right. The hits are uh, drying up. The hits were on Hallmark. They were not on GAC. Well, and they started to go downhill on Hallmark, to be fair. They did. She hit the pinnacle and then she kind of went downhill from there and never, ever came back. I agree. We have high standards for her, but, you know, 
What can you do? Danielle, what have you been watching? There were too many things this weekend. I'm so sorry. Thanksgiving weekend, they just busted them all out. There were like 14 movies and I watched like nine of them. So it's really hard to choose what to highlight right now. Okay, so I'm just going to try to narrow it down to just two. And I'll do one Hallmark and one gag. Because we were talking about gag, I'll go ahead and talk about that one first. Okay, let's try. Film number one was Christmas for the Ages, which looked really cheesy. But let me tell you, pleasantly, surprisingly good. The lead actress was Natasha Beret, who was CCB's daughter. And I was not expecting much, but it's a story about four generations of women celebrating Christmas and they do a party from each decade that they were raised in. So they do like a 40s party, a 60s parties, a 90s party. It's pretty cool. I've seen the previews and I'm looking forward to it. I want to see it. They sucked me in with it. So I'm looking forward to the movie. Are you recommending? Oh, I I am lightly compared to other <laughs> gag films. <laughs> so like, if I, like I, I just want to be like, let's compare. <laughs> I just, I want to be careful, you know, by comparison, this is probably the best gag film that I've seen. And Natasha Bure is really good. She's like Hallmark believable. Like she could be in a Hallmark movie. She has the charisma and she played a very relatable young adult. She's in a new relationship, but she's also realizing she doesn't like rush it. So at the end, she's like, yeah, let's just, like get to know each other and i was like she's being real <laughs> it was great ah so did her mom have a cameo no 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 she's mom just like you're, you're working at this network now natasha <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> but she was carrying that film honestly and in a believable way she was troubled but she was also even keeled but also carried like the charisma and all at once and i was shocked at how how good she was in it wow i might watch it there is an nsync cover Oh my gosh. NSYNC is everywhere on these networks this season. It's weird. Danielle, you had another one you wanted to tell us about. Yeah, I did want to just point out also Catch Me If You Claws, which was a Hallmark film, mostly because it had such a unique premise of who in this film was not Santa Claus, but Santa Claus's Luke son. Luke McFarlane. Yes, and was untraditionally Santa. And so it made you like, huh? <laughs> to turn your head a little bit. But I have to say the lead actress, I think her name was what Italia, Italia Ricci. Ricci. Yes, I just felt like I was seeing Catherine McPhee the whole time and I could not get her out of my head. She looked like Catherine McPhee in every frame. And I'm like, this, I can't, I'm sorry. Like, are you actually a different actress? And then her best friend looked like an older Michelle Trachtenberg. I just couldn't, these lookalike actresses, I, I couldn't take it out of my brain. And so I just needed to point that out because it bothered me so much. I watched it again and I was like, it's Catherine McPhee. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one as well. Catch me a few claws, mostly because, you know, me I'm a sucker for a good title and I thought that was a great title and I did like the premise the idea that Santa Claus's son is taking over and he gets caught by an adult and she calls the cops because there's an intruder in her house yes it's Catherine McPhee (laughs) it was not Catherine McPhee it was Italia Ricci She Uh, may look like Catherine McPhee, but Catherine McPhee did not star in the ABC hit series Designated Survivor. Italia Ricci did. Oh, (laughs) really? Okay. Okay. I was disappointed. I wanted it to be zanier and kookier and a lot more fun. I wanted it to be a lot more energetic than it was. Yeah, I started this one and I don't know, I got distracted with something else so I couldn't finish. But in the beginning, it felt a bit dramatic. Like it felt slow. I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on on and talk about tonight's film selection, Christmas in Notting Hill. 
we start with two different storylines. The first is of Grant Savoy, a famous, famous, famous football player in the United Kingdom. And the second is of Georgia Bright, who is a special ed teacher here in America, who is teaching her students to play soccer. Turns out that Georgia is going to head to London to spend the holiday with her little sister, who has moved there to work at not the British Museum, but the Museum, Museum of Britain. Of Britain. <laughs> I think there maybe there were copyright issues. I'm not quite sure, but I'm calling it out. They meant the British Museum. Yes, they did. That's the real one. Mm -hmm. Anyway, turns out that Graham Savoy is... A famous footballer? I was like, is this a question? Hold on, rewind. Is this a rhetorical question? Yeah, we'll, we'll, Are we... Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> it turns out that Graham Savoy is the brother of George's sister's boyfriend. And George's sister's boyfriend, Graham Savoy's brother, wants to ask George's sister to marry him. And through the course of the movie, we go all over London and we help the brother ask the sister to marry him. And in the meantime, we fall in love. And it was a little creepy because it was brothers and sisters marrying one another. And I was a little weirded out by that. And I kept saying, but they're not, but they, but they are. And then, and then, you know what? I justified it by saying, I'm allowed to be creeped out because Samantha was really creeped out with the idea that Scott Wolf and Lacey Chabert might be in a romantic storyline instead of a brother-sister story. It got to me. But that was different. It was not different. Yes, it is. Okay, in what <laughs> way was that different? Tell me about the difference. Scott Wolf and Lacey Chabert were actually- Are not siblings. No, but they were siblings on the show. Where this is, they didn't know that the significant other was- their brother you know what I mean like they, it wasn't like it was a brother sister dating it was a brother dating the sister sister Right. <laughs> exactly. It's like this weird cross family connect. I don't know. Maybe I'm old fashioned, but it weirded me out a little bit. It's highly unlikely, but in this scenario, it felt like one sister was inserting her life onto the other sister's great life. So they've got the younger sister who's in London. She's grown. She's evolving. She's in a relationship and, you know, she's thriving. In she's thriving. And the other sister, Georgia, comes over and kind of almost inserts herself a little bit into her life. That was the vibe I got from it. Less creeped out, more, hey, stop inserting yourself into her life. She's she's growing. Let her grow. I don't know. I felt Georgia was pretty much stand on her own two feet. She's got her dream job with being a special education teacher. She followed in her mom's footsteps there. She was applying to grad school. And then she also got nominated for this other program to go teach special education around the world. And she was debating between these two life opportunities. And she was just trying to be a part of her sister's life at Christmas. Her sister, who she pretty much raised because their mom died when they were young. That's true. I felt there was a little bit of transition in her. She wasn't quite sure where she was going in life, even though she had all these options. I don't know where I'm going in life, Tom. Yeah, well, I mean, we all feel <laughs> that insecurity. And isn't that the comfort of Christmas? That, you know, can make us connected to who we are and where we want to go. So yeah, no, I, I understand. Can we start at the 
beginning though with the opening oh, where it's, it starts with Elton John's stepping into Christmas, which brings me straight to the UK because that's like one of the bigger UK Christmas hits. Uh, anybody from U- the UK that's within their top three Christmas songs, and yeah, I, lo- I really like the intro. Love that music, and yeah, that took me straight there. I was like, right, I'm locked in. I'm ready for this film. So yeah, love the opening, and I love the concept of Notting Hill meets soccer. Great, great. Daniel, what did you think? I just want to hear what Tom has to say about any of the UKisms in this movie. <laughs> I have a question, Tom. Is Newborn an actual football club in the UK? Not to my knowledge. It may be a local, what you call, Saturday or Sunday league. But a player in the Newborn Football Club ain't going to be on the side of a double-decker bus now. <laughs> I mean, we, we love our players. I just think there is minimal... <laughs> chance that any club could be at the level that they're talking about, which is a Champions League, a Premier League level of, of soccer. I just have a beef then with the writers because they should not have named it Newborn. It sounds like a freshly baked baby. Come on, don't pick Newborn. It sounds like you're talking about a baby, not a football club. They did mention your football club, though. They did. Actually, the lead, what was his name? Graham Savoy? Yes. Yeah, he mentioned my club, Tottenham Hotspur, in the early exchange and again, that got me lashed and I was like, come on, Tottenham. So he mentioned a real club, but it also made it all the more ridiculous that he would be playing Tottenham. What is this weird team based in Notting Hill? The average attendance in a Premier League game is probably between 60 and 100,000 people. Notting Hill has a total of 3,000 people. (laughs) So I'm just a little bit worried. Yeah. But I also feel like they wanted to connect it to the actual film Notting Hill because there's like a few different references that you see. There's a lot of really great references, I thought. This is what I wanted last year when we did Three Wise Men and a Baby. I don't need the same movie, but I want some references. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about references. I think the first and most obvious is we have the celebrity civilian romance. Yes, mm-hmm. and American and English, but that was also swapped. But I'm okay with it being swapped. I think it's kind of fun. Also, the celebrity was swapped. Right, mm-hmm. right. And he knocked coffee onto her. Right, the meet cute was very similar. Yes. yes, yeah. And then also him being on the double-decker bus. Oh, yeah, she was on the double-decker yeah. bus. Yes. <gasps> I yes. didn't catch that one, but yes. The speech in the bar when they're kind of breaking up, when she's like, I live in America, you live in London, and he says, I'm from Notting Hill, you're from Beverly Hills. Yes. We had so that, we, okay. Yeah, we had that conversation, remember that? Okay, don't get too <laughs> personal here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There was one more small reference to Notting Hill that I was so excited when I spotted it. At one point, George's dad is sitting in the apartment just reading. It's like an establishing shot. He's just sitting there reading a magazine. It's Horse and Hound. It made me laugh so much. I was just like, yes, these are the types of references I want. Me too. Easter eggs, aren't they? Yeah, just in there. I love that. And I've been to Notting Hill and it's very, very pretty. It's such a cute area. I think they captured it really well. You know, the streets, the Christmassy feel. And that's what you want, right? In these movies, you want to be transported to a different place and feel sort of lost in the story. But it was funny in the beginning, there was a moment where we were like, 
did they get this character right? Is he a bit too posh? He could be a prince in a movie. I'm not sure. He was a prince. He was in a show called The Royals that was really oh, great with Elizabeth right. Hurley. That's right. He's that a bit right. posh for a footballer. Yeah, Channel 4, I think, in the UK that was on. Yeah. I knew I knew him from somewhere. Yeah. I knew it was kind of like a royal film, but I couldn't place it on a Hallmark movie. And that's the one thing about him as a character, you know, football in England, soccer. It is largely a working class game. And all of a sudden, this posh toff was playing soccer and it was a little bit hard to kind of grasp. He never really struck me as a real footballer. You, you could tell. He had an ACL, which is one of the worst injuries you can have in football, soccer. He had no crutches, no, no visible support equipment on him. Oh, come on, Tom. He had festive tape. <laughs> the festive <laughs> tape. And that small gym section when he's doing a little bit of like some pull ups in the gym. And he was doing this way too fast. <laughs> No, there was a crew member underneath him picking yes. him up. Yes, <laughs> that, that was the one thing I said to you. I was like, if he was an athlete, there is no way he would be doing the pull-ups. And it was little things like that I kept picking up. I mean, maybe I'm just looking at through, you know, a football player's eyes. I don't know. But, but you kept saying there's no way he's having a pint in a pub. <laughs> yeah, and that was the other thing. Why, as the captain of a Premier League team, was he always in the pub? He was constantly drinking in the pub. But the paparazzi never got him there. They only got him in random places. <laughs> In the park. And then he just walked up to the paparazzi and said, you can't be here. And the guy was like, okay, is that really how the paparazzi is? Because the UK press is like that. Yeah, anybody watching the Beckham Netflix documentary will realize the press are not like that (laughs) in the UK. Danielle, you've been really, really quiet. What have you thought of this film? I didn't watch Notting Hill, so I don't I don't get the references. So I don't get to appreciate um, it as much. Well, you can watch it after this. You should totally watch it after this. It's a really cute movie. And maybe so. I didn't get a chance to kind of revisit the original because there were 14 Christmas movies. <laughs> there day. were so many this weekend. Yeah, I hear you. But just in general, what did you think of the movie Notting Hill references aside? Well, it wasn't bad, but it also wasn't like my top. Right. So, yeah, I hear you. you know, it was it was fine. You know, it was funny. Um, well, getting back to like some of the beginning scenes when <laughs> it kind of was going in like kind of a flat way for a minute where we were like, oh, are we going to like this? And then all of a sudden when they started talking about the plot twist, Tom goes, well, this movie just came back from the dead when they said the brother is going to propose to the mm. sister. I'm like, oh my God, this is great. I did not see that coming. Absolutely. All you have to do is ricochet off incest. Okay, all right. Let's let's think about it. If you saw two twins, two twin sisters, and then they started dating twin brothers, like, would you think twice about that? Yes, yes, it's weird. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sure it happens. I'm pretty sure that the twin thing has happened, (laughs) that twins have fallen in love and married twins. But it's weird to me. I'm sorry. I apologize to the twin going world. They met yeah. separately unknowingly that the others were dating, though. Like, they didn't really know. They honestly didn't know. Uh, but then, they, but they knew for most of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is it less weird? Yeah, they, they knew for most of the movie. and They can't help and, that. Uh, they can't help it. They, you, you love who you love, and I'm not here to kink shame. <laughs> Did you say kink shame? Wow. Well, okay. I, <laughs> that's a new one. 
Uh, I did love all of the traditional British activities and Christmassy things and the food and everything. All of that was on par. What did you think, Tom? I like the wider character build of the family, the mother. I I love the mother was fantastic. I really liked the mother. And that scene where the sister, the younger sister, was baking with her and it kind of brought up that, evoked that feeling that she lost. Did she lose her mother or something? The two sisters are finally having a moment of I really liked that moment too because that came after the two sisters had a little falling out and they just recovered. And it was almost like Georgia could have been a little jealous of like, oh, why are you not paying attention to me? Instead, she was very much happy to see that her little sister Liz now has a new mother figure. She was happy to share that with with Henry and Graham's mom. Apparently, don't hate me, but there was a moment where I said, oh my gosh, so they're going to get married and then they're going to get married and that's going to be their mom. See, it's weird. <laughs> like, you're, you're like a, a brother-in-law twice over no, but I was, for two um, different reasons and your kids are going to be cousins, but they're also sort of siblings. <laughs> <laughs> So, Danielle, did you see the karaoke scene with the sisters and they were doing Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays? That's another in sync song in one of these Hallmark films. I don't understand what's going on. Hallmark is like dropping a lot of money on these songs, like all this music. That's the song that was in the Gak film that I mentioned, Christmas Through the Ages, which was. Surprising. Oh, it was? Uh huh. What, what is with what that? That's song? their biggest hit on their holiday album. Oh, yeah. What was it? Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Oh, right. Okay. It's called Merry Christmas. Sing it for us, Samantha. Go. <laughs> Do it. Take it away. Mike's all yours, babe. <laughs> no, but that's Elton John and NSYNC. All in one movie. I mean, come on. Hallmark has money, man. Hallmark has money. Wait a second. Also, the new Trolls movie is coming out and NSYNC has like a reunion thing. You think maybe there's some like, they're trying to plug into that nostalgia to get us to also watch the Trolls movie. I don't think that Hallmark and the Trolls movie are the same demographic. No, but the parents, they're all parents. parents. are. Maybe, yeah. I'm like, I'm not sure. Do moms have time? I don't know. I'm not a mom. Holiday Hotline had NSYNC mm-hmm. too. It did. What, is this the third film now that had an NSYNC song in it? This year? Yeah. Such a weird coincidence, if it is one. I don't think it is. It's weird. I, I have to defer to you. I am not an NSYNC expert. <laughs> well, as an NSYNC expert, I'm telling you, it's weird. <laughs> Samantha, <laughs> our resident NSYNC expert. Yes. Alrighty, let's sum this up. What do we think here? Is this something we're watching every year? One and done? Please run screaming away from it. Where are we? It's between, uh, if it's on next year, I'll watch it in the background and a one and done. I don't think it's something I will seek out to watch every year. Yeah, I think on in the background is right because just because of visually, it's kind of beautiful and, you know, gives you that UK vibe. I can imagine that in the background while I'm doing something crimbo-y um, in the house and stuff. Seven out of 10 candy canes there you go I'm getting, oh, there you go yeah. I'm bringing it back Thomas his candy cane scale I have my scale which I'm bringing back and I'm I mean I was going for hey, we appreciate it Tom we yeah, appreciate the candy cane scale yeah exactly 7 out of 10 because there was representing Britain which is a, a, I don't know the concept was really different for all Mark the pushing boundaries there you go Danielle I agree with Samantha and Tom couldn't put in any better okay that leaves me and I might watch this again next year despite the creepy weird relationship issues I really liked the Notting Hill references so I really really enjoyed it on that level same at any rate folks let's thank our guest reviewer Tom it was so much fun to have you back Tom really appreciate it 
Oh, guys, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I love the podcast and just great to be on here. Keep it going. All right. Thank you so much, Tom. And thank you all for listening. We really do appreciate it. Please make sure to rate and subscribe, rate and subscribe. And find us where you find your podcasts. Bye-bye.